I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. And we're the guys from That Film Stew, and this is our latest review, The Beekeeper. Directed by David Ayer, The Beekeeper is the action thriller starring Jason Statham. The movie is out now, but if you haven't watched The Beekeeper yet and you want to go watch it first before listening to our full review, we will be talking spoilers. Before we get into it, make sure you subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find us, and feel free to leave us a review. And follow us on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Studio Podcast. So Jason, what is The Beekeeper about? When his good-hearted landlady dies by suicide after losing her charity's funds to a phishing scam, Adam Clay's brutal campaign for vengeance takes on national stakes after he is revealed to be a former operative of a powerful and clandestine organization known as Beekeepers. Gotta protect the the hive, mate. So the organization is Beekeepers, and he's an actual beekeeper. I love it. I've got to say, I've been bursting at the seams to talk about this movie. I watched it opening day. I've been waiting for you to watch it so we can get together. Yeah, I got around to it. Get together and and review it. I was looking forward to this movie. And it's an interesting one, isn't it? When films come out at the beginning of the year, you never quite know what you're going to get. Are studios confident that they've got something special and there's not much competition? Or is it just being dumped? With this one, though, it's a bloody gem. This is the movie that could. It's just, I mean, at the moment, it's grossed 122 million worldwide. That's uh, that's where it's at at the moment. And it's still going fairly strong. It's both theatrical and on demand at the moment. But it was interesting when I looked into it, right? This is a movie that had a budget of 34 million, directed by David Ayer and Wow. Did he do a great job with this film, with the action? Well, I've got some local news. Here in Australia, Roadshow Films, the Australian distributor, they greatly underestimated the appeal of this film and released it on only a few screens, thinking it would fade quickly. But due to strong word of mouth and the film strong box office, they put it on more screens. And here in Australia, this movie has grossed more than films like Swim Fan, Ferrari, and other big releases. Nobody saw this coming for The Beekeeper. Huge! The success of it is pretty... It's pretty weird. Um, I think in today's landscape, especially, this is the type of movie where, at a quick glance, you're looking at the poster, you're looking into the, the synopsis, what's this about? Okay, Jason Statham, you know, like, you know, he's... he's Fairly big, enjoyable types of types of films, but he can also be in that category of. I would expect to see this, you know, this little action movie, something on Netflix, a streaming movie, and then the thoughts start to run of, "Hey, this probably isn't gonna be that great." Whatever. But having said that, it's doing quite well, as you said. You've got Statham in the lead. This is. This is the type of thing that he does, you know, like it's a uh, he runs around and he's he's shooting people, he's taking people out, um, and it's enjoyable to witness that. To 
I didn't really have any sort of hesitation in terms of, hey, look, I'm not going to have a good time here. Just how much of a good time am I going to have and how much of that is just going to be based on what am I seeing versus all the other stuff? Is this actually a well-written, smart kind of movie? And I'll say it right now, not really. Not at all. Um, It is what you think it's, at least I hope, what you assume it would be. Um, It's, yeah, like there's nothing grand or special here, but you do have a good time watching Statham shooting people, punching people, cutting fingers off, um, tying a dude to a car and driving it off a bridge. You know, like those kind of things. And there are bees, which uh, there are bees. With everything you've just said there, I, I agree. Not the smartest movie, but it's not that kind of movie. And it's not trying to be that That's kind right. of movie. What I'll say about it, and I, I'm going to struggle to hide this. I really liked this movie. So I'm, I know we're not rating it yet, but <laughs> it's. I think it's pretty evident that I did really enjoy this movie. I will say, and you know, when anybody listening to this will know, I'm a big Jason Statham fan. I'm a fan of his movies, even the ones that are lesser, especially lesser than this one. You know, they're not all great. Uh, It's, you know, fun when you see him as part of an ensemble, whether it's the Fast and the Furious movies, you know, the Italian Job remake from years ago where he played Handsome Rob. I'm a fan of Jason Statham, going back to Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels. What I'll say about this film, and the credit's not just with Statham, it's with director David Ayer. This, for me, is his best film. His best film where he's the main character. You know, so you've got, you know, the Transporter films. I mean, you know, all his films, you know, Parker, all of them. This, for me, is the best one and it's the pairing of statham who in this film is doing all his tricks everything that you know statham for he's doing it all here he's quiet and brooding he's got quips he's doing all the action you know weapons hand-to-hand combat and the way that this movie is shot is just so cinematic so like some of his films Maybe, you know, you said, you know, straight to streaming or, you know, straight to home release, but this one looks very theatrical. And that's why it's so impressive when you look at at the budget, 34 million. I think David Ayer as director has done so much with this film. It's got such a polish, but the story, it is silly, but at the same time, it hooks you straight away. You've got this woman, she's retired. And then you've got Statham, his character, Clay, and he he's never been cared for a day in his life. You know, he was trained. He was seen as a weapon, and that's how he was utilised by the beekeeper organisation. But this woman, she, she was nice to him, and she gets screwed over by scammers. And straight away, you want them to pay. So I thought that... It, the hook is there straight away. So you know, based on the trailers, what you're in for with this movie, it's going to be Statham violently, and it is violent, just cutting through all these guys, and you just want to see it happen. 
And what I can say is that, like, you, I can agree with you there in terms of the hook. From the get-go, this movie is, like, it sets up why we're on this guy's side, why we want all these people dead. And, yeah, like, you feel for that lady. You're just like, don't do it, lady. What are you doing? You're making all the mistakes. And then, yeah, yeah very sad. It sucks you in. Now, you're making some some very bold, uh, high-praise remarks Um about this film, obviously, quite early on. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, like really? Like, you are talking very, very highly of this. I, again, I'm going to put it out there. Like, I, I had a pretty good time with this movie. But keep in mind, way. though, I'm, I'm, the- I'm reviewing this as a Jason Statham vehicle, and I'm comparing it to other. Jason Statham sure. films. I'm not comparing I mean, it to other actors. I'm looking at his back catalogue. And again, I am fans of those movies. And you've got like Homefront, where it's him going up against J- uh, James Franco. Films like that. So I'm looking at his back catalogue. If you can visualize the poster and it's just him on the poster and then the name of the movie. I'm comparing right. this to all of like them. We and can't, we can't, we're not talking about any Fast and the Furious movies. No, no, this is what I'm saying. About like, any of like, this, yeah, yeah so I'm talking about yeah. The Transporter, Parker, uh, Blitz, you know, all these films where it's him. It's him front and center okay. on the poster. Often nobody else on the poster, it's just him. A little less insane. But, but okay. what I'm, what I'm saying right. is it's like if you're playing Beekeeper Bingo, it, it's all here. You're checking everything off. <laughs> Everything that you want, everything you've liked Statham doing over the years, whether it's in his films or ensembles, he's doing everything here. And that's what I thoroughly enjoyed. So it's the actor that I like, the style of movie that I like, you know, action, thriller, revenge, whatever. But then directed by David Ayer, which just gives it that polish. So it's a very well put together film, but it's not a thinking piece. I agree with you. It is not a thinking piece, <laughs> but it is. It's just it's a, catered, a big. It's catered for you. Action it's film hitting those marks. Yeah, all right. I remember years ago going with some mates to watch Transporter Two, and there's that scene, and Statham is surrounded. I think he's in like a garage or whatever. He's, he's surrounded by all these bad guys, and they've all got different weapons. And my mate turned to me and he laughed and said, "Oh my god, they're all fucked." And he was right. <laughs> he was right. Statham took them all down, and that's what we get in this movie as well. Like, you know, he just wanders up to the you know, the SWAT guys outside the building. He's like, hey, what are you yeah. doing here? Anyway, takes them all down. One at a time, it's important. You have to fight one at a time. <laughs> I get, like, there's just this, it's just so ludicrous. It's like, it's insane. I mean, to the point where, I okay, I can kind of get on board with what you're saying now. I'll, I'll withdraw my statement of um, you need to be admitted. Um I mean, like, for me, look, it's not hitting those marks, but I think because that stuff doesn't necessarily always do it for me. So the movie's losing me where it gets to, like, you know, as I already mentioned, the story is crazy. There's just wacky things happening. That The actual situation of him walking up to the SWAT team, giving them advice, having a chat, having a bit of a bant, and then just kicking their ass it's like what is going on <laughs> like it's nuts and then like at at a certain point in this movie it's like 
characters start popping out from like an 80s movie set in the future i'm like where are these people coming from and why are they dressed like this like like the other i don't know it's it's something the south african guy oh he was the, yeah the, he was really chicken, entertaining station <laughs> oh I don't, bonkers yeah bonkers yeah entertaining yeah. like the chick has a like there's the machine gun thing like i'm like look great scene but what the hell am I watching? Like what? And that's I think that's where that's what I was wrestling with, with this movie. I'm like, I can't help it. I'm having a good time, but I'm also like making sure that nobody's watching me watch this movie because I'm kind of embarrassed. Well, do you know what, right? I've said to you, I watched it opening day, quite a few people in my screen, and People were clearly enjoying it, you know, like just yeah. laughing in the right moments because there is humor in here and just had a good time. Like it was it was a good it was a good vibe because, again, like the movie is doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. It's not like people are enjoying it unironically. Like it's it is what they've set out to do tonally. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's crazy a movie for an audience, a certain yeah. audience. Totally is engaged. Totally, <laughs> yes. As crazy <laughs> as it is, it's consistent. I mean, it starts calm. You've got him, and you know, and he's he's on the farm. But then, as soon as it starts, it does not let up. And you know, we're talking about Statham, somebody who I was really impressed by in this because I just love to hate him in this. Josh Hutchison as Derek Danforth. What a dick. He played it so well and went so big and was so over the top. Not big as in yelling, but you know what I mean? He was just like slimy and entitled. And I thought he played it perfectly. And just the dynamic between him and Jeremy Irons as Wallace. I thought they played off each other and, you know, Wallace... Westland or Wyland, he had no time for him at all. He just obviously felt that like he owed his mum, who ends up being the president. Honestly, I think I saw an early trailer <laughs> and then stayed away from it. This movie, like, again, it does start fairly sane <laughs> and then it quickly just escalates. And not just the action, now the president say, Oh, I just crazy it's the whole thing's crazy and then you've got mini driver pops up for a little bit as uh director janet harvard so i enjoyed ah man the little bit players in this oh and the so the the woman uh eloise parker the ex-school teacher uh felicia richard we saw her in creed she was in the cosby show you know all all those years ago. So that as well, like you just instantly like, oh, I recognize her. I, you know, I feel something already. And then when she takes her own life, but then the convenience of you know, the FBI agent being her daughter. And then she's got the partner who's the bit of a comic relief. You know, he's getting tired running up the stairs. That's all fun. That's all working. But then just how she's conflicted, uh, Emmy Raver Lampman as Agent Verona Parker. So she wants justice for her mum, but at the same time, like she's FBI. Like, so she is trying to track down Clay. They've got that back and forth. Oh, again, straightforward movie. It really is. But I did get caught off guard by the president in the end. He's like, do you know whose son that is? And then you find out it's the son of the president. Ah, oh, bonkers. 
so much to enjoy. I think I could, well, I don't think I know. I had a much better time than than you did with this. I mean, look, I there were certain thoughts that were popping through my head whilst watching these. Number one, like, like holy shit, what a ridiculous twist that reveal. I don't know that that his mum is the president. There's that one. Um, also spent the whole movie thinking. This agent Verona, how is she allowed to work on this case? Oh, conflicts, absolutely. Uh, yeah, like ridiculous, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, she would and not then, be allowed. You off the case. And then, literally, why is Jeremy Irons in this movie? And again, that's not a full criticism on on this movie at all, but just Jeremy Irons, man. Like, why is he in this movie? He's great. He's great. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, it's. He's just one of those guys. The the caliber, the talent, the the resume. It's just like how, like how? How did they have get you? Him? Have you seen Amazing. the first Dungeons and Dragons movie from like two thousand two thousand and one? It's shocking. Oh, it's been, in that. <laughs> but I mean, I but you know what? Like, I'm just making an example. Or, yeah, yeah, but you know, that's a pretty average at best. We know it's a bad film. To be fair, he's. <laughs> That is a bad yeah. film. But again, like... That, that's true. That's fair. This film, it's not like a cheap rush job. Let's just stick it on Netflix. This is a movie that has been made for the big screen. David Ayer has got a really you know good back catalogue for the most part. And mm. I can see the appeal of Jamie Irons, you know, getting to wear nice suits. Is you know limited locations is an adjacent state of the movie. I I can see there being some appeal there. Like he's going to know that Statham attracts a certain audience, or you know enough people are clearly into his films. I could definitely see why why he would be in it. And I'm sure if you counted his screen time, it's probably not that much. He's just spread throughout the movie. I'm more surprised it, yeah. by Mini Driver, to be honest. I don't really see too much of her nowadays, but she's probably the one that yeah, I'm more surprised. Point. To see in this, yeah, but her her role compared to um, Iron Sea was minimal, very, very, very. Well, small. that's because he's very he's got all he's got all the scenes with uh, Josh Hutcherson, who again, like, I really enjoyed disliking in this movie. I find myself liking him a lot and a lot more. Like the more I see him, like even in that terrible Five Nights at Freddy's movie, I was like, he's doing a good job. Too good. I thought I thought that was all right. That I, thought that, I thought that movie was all right. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I thought you hated yeah. it too. Anyway, no, no, I, I didn't hate it too, and I really <laughs> enjoyed seeing Matthew Lillard. I feel like this is the year oh, where yeah. we're going to like different things. <laughs> That's happened much before. Uh, it has, yeah, it has, it has happened before. But look, do you know what? I'll, I'll, I feel like I need to praise this movie a bit. The 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 action sequences, or you know, not even so much the action sequences, but like. The deaths. Watching this was like watching a slasher movie. It was like, it, I'm in it for the kills. And the kills here, not crazy over the top, but like still creative enough that I'm like, cool. You know, they're impactful, a little bit gruesome. The violence is there. Having a good time. Um, I already mentioned a couple. You know, the, the you know when they're, the guys are walking through like the the barn and, and it's like all the tools and stuff are on and i'm like well someone's going through that you know and <laughs> yeah few fingers off excellent you know into the river he goes there's there's yeah i don't know the blowing up the building that's just fun crazy shit happening and it's like 
Yeah. I'm just, I was expecting him to just like, just take out everyone in the, um, you know, in the call center buildings. But I, I suppose he had some sort of code where it was like, yeah, these people aren't necessarily all evil. But I just thought he'd be like, they're all involved. Let's just take them all out in more creative, gruesome ways. But all yeah. good. They're doing the wrong thing, but they're not, yeah, they're not at the top. And that's where he wants to go. He's going to take out the building. But yeah, he's not just killing. I think that'd have been a bit too far if you know, just killing everybody in the call center. But you're right, though. It It is interesting. It's like when you're watching, you know, comparing it to horror, like Final Destination. Like you see what could happen. You know, you're looking at the surroundings and that's what you're getting in that farm scene in the barn. Right, so how's yeah. he gonna do this? And just you know, the the guy fastens to the car, flies off the bridge. It's you know, it's creative with with the with the action. I did think he was gonna like do something with bees though. Like I don't know, shoot bees at someone. Oh, do you know what? This movie didn't have enough like bee puns. I wanted more. Yeah, I think they. Yeah, they're on the poster. <laughs> Like, you know, vengeance has yeah. a thing. But then, like, barely <laughs> in the movie. It's all the marketing. But I don't know. Yeah. But we are at a time, though, that there's, a, you know, within, like, a, a matter of months, we've had The Beekeeper with Jason Statham, The Bricklayer with Aaron Eckhart, The Baker with Ron Perlman. These are all real films that exist. Get out of here. <laughs> All real films. <laughs> I think the Baker maybe went straight to DVD or Blu-ray. I don't think that was theatrical. But yeah, it's a, yeah. I uh, I think we've not seen the last of Adam Clay, if the box office is anything to go by. So I think we'll we've got we more <laughs> beekeeper movies <laughs> to look forward to. I mean, again, like you know, the limited limited screens here in Australia. And then Roadshow Films, whoops, <laughs> we need to put it on more screens. <laughs> Budget of 33 million, currently 122 million for a, a January movie. It was like released here in Australia, we've got it January 11th, and then UK, uh, and then UK, America, they got it on the 12th. Like middle, like middle of the month. It's not usually where big movies get released. Yeah, but all right, then. I oh. feel as though I feel as though you spent too much time both watching and talking about the beekeeper. We should probably <laughs> let you get to your rating if you're going to rate it out of five. Um, yeah, look. So what I'll say in summary is, look, I didn't have a good time with it. I th- I do feel like towards the end, and it was like not necessarily the second half of the movie, but like yeah, the last maybe like twenty minutes or so. I found myself sort of. Being like, all right, the the fun has sort of worn off. This is kind of rinse and repeat. Let's just get this over. Let's just wrap this up. You know, once I think once it was like the president reveal kind of thing was there, and then I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, that was that was unexpected. But look, I did have a good time. The the kills, the violence is fun. Um, you know, it's great watching Statham do his thing. There's some wacky characters. There's some ridiculous story beats in this and twists and stuff like that um but i don't know like it's i i'm I'm viewing this and i'm like 
I'm seeing a flawed movie, but I like the fact that you're saying like this has an audience and I give it props for that. For me, I'm like, ah, look, it doesn't hit all marks, but I'm still going to give it a three out of five because it's a, it's a, it's a fun watch. And that's, that's where I'm set at. And that's it. I think that's fair. I think three is definitely fair, especially with the things that you've been saying. I mean, I've been like ranting and raving about it and I'm coming in at a four. I feel as though I should be higher. But it's a strong four. It's a strong, solid four out of five. It is it's a movie that as soon as it ended, I thought, do you know what? I could gladly sit here and watch it again. And I'm absolutely going to get it on Blu-ray so I can watch it over and over and over. It's a fun movie. It is a fun movie. And, yeah, if you want to see Statham do his thing, I reckon this is the best movie to watch for that because he does, he does it all. I mean, he's not got... Do you, do you know what? In recent films, and I've mentioned it a couple of times, in fact, I mentioned it on our Year in Review episode, the quips that he's had in recent films, like Meg to the Trench, when he kicks the bad guy into the mouth of the giant shark and he says, see you later, chum, or when he's chasing that bad guy in Expendables 4 and he says, come here, you cheeky little sausage. We didn't so much get that side of Stater in this, so maybe... Yeah. We can get a bit more levity from Adam Clay uh, when he's not revenging the death of somebody in the next one. No, be puns, man. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. Just it's in the marketing, uh, though. So it's kind of like you kind of associate it with with the film. <laughs> but for me, this was just it was it was a great time. I really enjoyed it, and you know, Statham. You know, when it comes to the action, like he really is one of the best at what he does. Like he, he you know, he does it to a high. High standard, and I enjoyed him in this. There you go. Well, that's it for our review of The Beekeeper. If you haven't already, check out our other shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics. Each of those shows also have their own Facebook pages. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent review of Roleplay and stay tuned for our upcoming review of Madam Web. You've been listening to Luke. And you've been listening to Jason. Where the guys from that film stew? See you soon.